Spooky Halloween. Ooh. This is our Halloween episode. <laughs> well, you put those spooky sounds in our oh, intro yeah. song. I love it when you do that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that. That's a Halloween tradition. Um, I love Halloween, and this is our Halloween almost. It's a little before episode. And so I accidentally spoiled part of today's episode for Jan, which is that we are going to talk about what freeze dried candy and coffee are. Nice. But which- I. We had oh, actually ahead. talked about this at one point, so you'd given me mm-hmm. a tiny heads up. So I knew it was yeah. happening at some point, but I didn't know when until two minutes ago. And you also didn't know that I brought freeze-dried Whoa. candy so that you could see it. There's some freeze-dried Skittles. Hold them up to the camera. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Look at these guys. Oh, and like, like popped open. So weird. Happy Halloween. Oh. I think that's like a peep, which I don't really like peeps. You used to be able to tell it had a jack-o'-lantern face, but it doesn't after hanging out my backpack. And my personal favorite and only candy corn that I like is the Autumn Harvest, where there's some pumpkins and some little chocolate ones. And then the traditional... And I think they also maybe have some s'mores candy corn in here too. It's crazy that they like explode open. And that I peep know. that peep looks like something something happened to it. I know it does. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> but the Skittles especially look weird. <laughs> yeah, do some spooky yeah, sounds. It's very spooky. You, you wouldn't think about it, but so if freeze drying is, is spookier than we thought. <laughs> if you're listening, instead of watching, you can go look at what freeze dried candy looks like. You can Google it, or you could go to our uh, YouTube video where you can look at the ones that we have here. And um, I think we could even do a bo- our bonus episode, try these out on our bonus episode for the Patreon Ooh. for our community podcast. That's a great idea. Let's do it. So um, I was really excited about these and I saw them when I went to the coffee shop near us and I purchased them in honor of today's episode. Nice. So that was my fun surprise. I know you don't love surprises, but I thought it'd be okay in this case. It's okay. Yeah, I can, I can handle it. So that's what today's episode is all about. Freeze-dried candy. What's the chemistry behind it? Why does it puff out like that? Let's get into it. Sounds good. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast to help you understand the chemistry of your everyday life. Halloween spooky edition. <laughs> it's like the only really sound I can make. The yeah. only Halloween sound I can make. I don't really have any. Maybe like a huh, huh, uh. Uh, like an evil laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I can turn fire green though. That's my thing. That's, so. I mean, that's a serious thing. I can't. Yeah, I cannot match that. I gotta bring that back. We I try to put a clip of that every year because it oh, was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah, man, good times. So this episode was originally requested by Sandra on Instagram, who also said greetings from Mexico, which I've been to Mexico. I went to see the butterfly migration, and um, also the food in Mexico City was amazing. Nice. So shout out back. Love back to Mexico from you, Sandra. She was like, love from Mexico. I was like, love back. <laughs> she originally asked for a Q&R, like you mentioned, about freeze-dried coffee. 
And I started to look into it that day and I was like, nope, this needs to be a whole episode. Mm. So I saved it away in my little pocket for Halloween specifically. And I had seen these at our little coffee shop and I knew that we were going to get some. They're K's Crunchy Munchies. Nice. (laughs) It's called Hey There Pumpkin in Mix. (laughs) Pumpkin Mix. Hey There Pumpkin Mix. And these are called Frittles. Yeah. Fake Skittles. Frittles. Uh, Freeze dried Skittles. Frittles. There you go. And these just are called freeze dried treats. Yeah. So let's talk about the chemistry behind what freeze-dried candy and coffee are. Okay. Are they the same for candy and coffee? Why does it look all puffy and weird? Let's talk about it. Okay. So first we kind of have to go way back to, you know, our processes where we go from a solid to a liquid to a gas. Mm -hmm. Do you jam and our listeners at home, you can pause and see if you can do it yourself. Can you talk about what the changes in states really are happening at a molecular level? Yes, I think I can. So in a solid, the molecules are packed pretty tightly together. Mm-hmm. And they also, I feel like the right phrase, maybe this isn't exactly right, but they don't have the energy as mm-hmm. well to like move around. Yeah. Or the freedom. Yeah. And so what happens as we say you take something like ice, for instance, you in give more energy into it, which would be, could be in the form of heat, right? Mm-hmm. You warm up, the molecules start warming and moving more, and then they can become a liquid, mm-hmm. which we would just watch it and it just looks like it's melting. Right. Um, and then it can move around more and there's, the molecules have freedom to flow and all that kind of stuff. And then with water, once again, when we take water from liquid to gas, we, we uh, boil it up and evaporate it. We are introducing more and more energy. The molecules have more and more freedom and ability to move around and they can um, get further and further apart from each other and go into the air. Right. And disappear, at least seem to disappear completely. Perfect. So that's what we've set it up as every time. That's exactly how I describe it. You put enough energy in and it is able to move around more and more and more until it melts and then more and more and more until it becomes gas. And that's a great overview of the states of matter. But what we have only talked about a very little is that there's some room to play around with these states of matter. So we talked about supercritical fluid and how if you have really high temperatures but also really high pressure the states of matter get a little gray because it's not really acting like gas or liquid. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of confused. Right. Well, similarly, pressure plays a role in that progression from a solid to a liquid to a gas. There's a pressure at which, you know, things progress from solid to liquid to gas. But if you take away some of that pressure, it kind of messes with it a little bit. So, Do you remember the definition of boiling point? This goes way, 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 way back to like, Uh I think when you couldn't get that pot of water to boil. That was a while ago. Mm -hmm. It was like first year of our podcast. Um, Yeah. When steam pressure um, overtakes atmospheric pressure. Yeah. It's like equal to and overcoming. Okay. Yes. So that means that atmospheric pressure can, if you take away pressure, you can boil at a much lower temperature, right? Right. Well, that also means if you're below a certain pressure, it almost sort of like eliminates the liquid step altogether because there's so little pressure that there never is a liquid state and things can go straight from solid to gas. So like in a vacuum? 
it is molecule dependent. So for water, that would be in a vacuum. Ah. Can you think of something else that's a solid that immediately becomes a gas that you see regularly? Dry ice? Dry ice. So that process of going straight from solid to a gas is called sublimation. Right. It sublimes. Yes. Also, dry ice is solid CO2, right? Yes, it's solid CO2. So like that's what I mean by it being molecule dependent. So for dry ice at atmospheric pressure, it will sublime. It goes from a solid to a gas immediately. Yeah. It just has to be cold enough to be a solid to start out with. That's another spooky part of this episode because people use dry ice to make fog and they'll put it in punch, which I don't know. I guess that's safe, but. (laughs) Yeah, I guess as long as you don't get a piece in there and then. Like put it on your mouth or something. Yeah. Anyway, so spooky um, dry ice. (laughs) So, yes, so it depends on the molecule, but for dry ice, you can do it at atmospheric pressure. For water, you would need to take away some pressure mm-hmm. and get it cold enough so that it's sort of below that line where even getting into the liquid state is possible. And in chemistry, we have a thing that's it's called a phase diagram. I remember so clearly Miss Mullis, my high school teacher, also was like, it looks kind of like a butt. So it's also called the butt diagram. And it has pressure on one side and temperature on the other. And it it's like a curve with a line through it. And there's liquid or solid and then liquid and gas, you know. Mm. And if you're below a certain temperature and pressure, I think pressure is this way and temperature is this way. If you're below a certain pressure, it's like the liquid form's not even possible. Oh. And so we have to get below that pressure to make water sublime. Mm-hmm. But ultimately that is what freeze drying is. Drying is removing the water and we get it so cold and at a low enough pressure that you sublime the water right out of the substance. Wow. So you just get the water frozen and then you put it into a vacuum and then slowly start to heat it up. And then as it's heating, The molecules start to move around more, but they are able so rapidly to overcome the vapor pressure that there is no liquid state because there's almost no pressure on them. And so they just immediately go into the gas form. Dang, that is crazy. And that's sublimation. Interesting. And that's freeze drying. This is a quick episode. I never would have thought that that was it. I know. It's so simple, but I'll tell you. So they sell these candies. This is part of why I bought them. They sell these candies at our local coffee shop. It's a one of the favorite places that Mason and I go. It's one of our local coffee shops. Jam doesn't endorse it, but I endorse it. It has really good bagels. Oh, I see. And yeah. Not a short number. <laughs> yes. And they have had these on display for like over a year. And I'll sit there every time I'm in line at the coffee shop and be like, but why does it look like that? And we <laughs> haven't answered that question exactly yet, but so we'll get to that. But the, then I'm like, and, but what even is it, mm-hmm, you know? And mm-hmm. I'll sit there and I'll wonder about it. But usually it's like, you're about to be next in line or whatever. There's no time to pull your phone out. And then I go sit down and I work because it has a good atmosphere for working. So I'll just sit and look at these frittles and be like, what, but what is it? And, and I was so excited to get an answer. Dang, that's crazy. It's so simple. Yeah. Yet I never would have thought of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they do this for coffee also. The other way that they make instant coffee, so there's two ways to make instant coffee. One is freeze-dried, and it's the exact same process. Uh 
And the other is like what they call spray drying, where basically they get really small droplets and they like let it fall down hot columns to evaporate the water that way. Uh, but I, people say that the freeze dried instant coffee is a lot better. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's because if it's getting cold, it's not degrading mm-hmm, nearly as much mm-hmm. as if it's being heated up on the way down. So right. in both cases, they brew the coffee and in one, they get the droplets small and then evaporate the water by heating. And in the other one, they get the pieces small and then evaporate the water by freezing it really cold and, or sorry. Yeah. They freeze it, get the pieces small and then do the sublimation process where they eliminate the water by heating it under a vacuum. Yeah. Okay. So both of them eliminate the water in just different ways. But if you have frozen coffee, I think it's much less likely to degrade than small droplets of liquid coffee. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So do you want to take a stab at explaining that back to me? And then we'll talk about, then we'll speculate on why it looks so weird, which is kind of like your fun fact for understanding sublimation. Okay. That sounds good. Oh, so things, a lot of things have water in them. True. Just tons of things. Tons of things. And water in normal circumstances in our atmosphere Mm -hmm. under the pressure that our atmosphere has behaves in a somewhat predictable way. We know when it's cold under a certain temperature, it will become solid. Mm -hmm. When it's above that temperature, it will become liquid. Mm -hmm. When it's heated to boiling point, uh, at least depending on the, where your atmosphere is, what, how altitude you're at, it will turn into steam. Mm -hmm. But if you want to mess with that and remove water without getting something crazy hot, mm-hmm. you can mess with the atmospheric pressure mm-hmm. that it's under. And that is the key that somebody, some person at some point had the genius idea of how to sort of freeze dry things while the dry part's kind of interesting. That makes more sense, but it's like mm-hmm. by freezing it, but then removing the water, then things can be back at room temperature mm-hmm. like they are now. And that state is fixed. Yeah. Like it's not like, oh, you got to keep these freeze dried things frozen in the, yeah. in the fridge. Cause the water's gone. So they freeze them first. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as they warm it up, they warm it up in a much lower atmospheric pressure mm-hmm. chamber of some kind, which would mean that it just would not be hard for the water inside of these brittles <laughs> to reach it's new boiling point. Quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, it is like sort of like a boiling point. Yeah. And where it just evaporates out, mm-hmm. skips the liquid stage entirely, mm-hmm. goes straight from the solid because it is frozen at first, mm-hmm. straight into gas. Yeah. Sublimation. And then we're left with a weird leftover substance that has no water in it anymore and is changed like irreversibly. Yes. Yeah, and uh, there is a paper I read. Um, I'll have to make sure I include it in the references. I didn't think I would mention it, but the way you said it just now is changed, made me think of it, that they looked at the chemical structure of the proteins in milk, which milk, evaporated milk, is either freeze-dried or um, spray-dried, same as coffee. Yeah. And they looked at the proteins in the milk after the drying process to see how they were changed, and the two changed the milk differently. I was like, that is wild and beyond my ability to think about. (laughs) But so it is changed. Um, It's, it is changed permanently. And we also use sublimation for purification in 
chemistry lab. So like there's a thing called ferrocene that sublimates. I think it's ferrocene. So you can, you can put it on like a Petri dish on a hot plate and have something above it that will collect it and you can heat it up and it will sublimate and then it will hit the thing, you know, above it that's cooler and condense down back into the solid and form crystals, you know, on the thing that's above it. But whatever else is on there, it won't sublimate. You know, if there's impurities, not very many things will sublimate at room temperature like that. So you can leave the impurities behind. They'll melt before they'll sublimate up in into the solid. So oh. you're unlikely to get that same thing happening. Interesting. I know. So we use it as a purification technique, but it also is used as a preservation because once your water is gone from your food it's going to stay good for a lot longer. It's very similar to dehydrating. I mean, in both dehydration and in this, the water is just taken out. Right, right. That's the big difference. But in dehydration, you usually don't get such a stark change where it sort of looks like it's exploded outward like these Mm -hmm. candies do. And so can you think of a reason why? I think I can. Okay. Oh, no, I'm afraid you're about to make a dumb joke. No, no, no. I think I know, but I'm just like, I'm not sure if it's going to relate or not. But um, my thought is because the water is going so rapidly from frozen to gas Mm -hmm. that it's like when something like boils over, you know, like you get all Mm -hmm. these bubbles and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's like this water is bursting out and having to escape. Like, you know, like popcorn is that, you know, we have that like, um, or I've seen when people put some, even just like a liquid under in a vacuum. And it behaves totally differently because you take yeah. all the air out, all the atmosphere, or most of it's gone. Yeah. And then suddenly. It can boil a lot easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what supposedly ha- what happened in the vacuum of space to our little bodies. But um, is that it? That's Something pretty like much that? it. Yes. As solid water turns into gas, the molecules are expanding. And so they're mm-hmm. trying to escape. And like in Skittles, there's this hard outer case that it's not going to be able to escape out of because it's a solid coating case and so it like pushes out just like popcorn right right but in these i think this was part of why i got these in the candy corn it's bigger but it doesn't have these like weird cracks in it in the same exact way yeah and i think that's because there's not a hard shell on Uh, that right the same thing with like taffies and stuff they're just big you know yeah and that's freeze-dried candy dude that's so cool I thought that was a fun one. So strange and interesting. I know. Like, whoever thought of that? I mean, I'm sure that this initial application was like not as not quite as fun, mm-hmm. but it was more like I mean, maybe it's a space program, you know? Who knows? Maybe it's like, oh, we gotta figure something out. I should out. have looked that up. I didn't even think to be like, where did this come from? Yeah. You know? Yep. But dehydration makes sense that that's been done forever. And mm-hmm. people figured out like, oh, if we can just, you know, make jerky. Mm-hmm. This meat, we can carry it around with us and we don't have to worry about it spoiling and rotting and stuff. Yeah. It's like, makes total sense. But you'd have to be able to have the technology to get the vacuum out. Although I did read, it was like, how do you freeze dry candy at home? And some people talked about using like, it's like, I don't think there's truly a way to uh-huh. freeze dry candy at home. Maybe you can get a similar effect by getting it really cold. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that was fun. That's cool. Um, but yeah, great guess on why it gets all bubbly and weird. That was really fun. Okay, so that's it. That's all I have for you. It's a short and sweet <laughs> get uh, it nice. episode in honor of Halloween. A really fun one that I was really excited about. And um, we can just wrap it up with a fun thing from this week. Okay. You which go- we are ahead of Halloween though. But I am wearing this in honor of Halloween about to be happening. That's right. 
very soon. Mm-hmm. What What's your thing? You go first. Oh, okay. I guess I will. <laughs> so I had a few that I couldn't decide between, but I landed on a lot of my friends and my siblings have kids and lately they've been wanting to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. So like last time I was here, your son was like, Oh, why do you always have to come here and work with dad? When are you going to come hang out with me? <laughs> You're right. And I was like, uh, I mean, I'll come hang out with you. Are you inviting me? And so then we're like, we're going to go to dinner tonight together. Yep. And I'm really excited about that. Or my nephew, he likes to come over and um, like play games at our house. So he called me this weekend. and was like, when can I come over and play games with you? And so I'm, I'm starting to like schedule hangouts with my friend's kids yeah. on their request. And I'm like, it's just a fun thing for yeah. a little kid to want to hang out with you. Like, first of all, kids are on it. So if they didn't like you, they would not. <laughs> you oh, know, totally. they don't hide yeah. it. And it's just so sweet, like to hear, you know, your little son be like, Well, why don't you come here to hang out with me? Why aren't you gonna play with me? That's what I want to do. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And it's just like, oh really? Just so honest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just really sweet. And so um, yeah, that's been something that's making me happy today. And I'm really looking forward to taking your son out after and us having dinner together. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, my happy thing is something that's been kind of in the pl- in the works for a while, about a year and a half. But, um, my, as of last week, my mother-in-law came in, came to live with us. Yay! So that's been fun. It's been about a week. So when this comes out, it have been longer, but yeah. Um, yeah, she flew in, she had, to, she lived out of state. So she flew in. Um, it'd been, I think we've been working on for a while, just like pitching the idea, figuring out the logistics, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. yep, she moved down here and now my kids get to see her all the time we do too, of course, but like they, yeah. you know, they've, it's been really fun where they're like, oh wow, like she's just here. She'll be here tomorrow too, you know, something like yeah. that, which is kind of fun for them to slowly realize like, oh wait, she's just here. Yeah. She's not just here for a couple of days and then leaving. She's here. Definitely. Yeah. That's been fun. We've been prepping for that for a while. And now that it's here, uh, it's been wow, really fun and feels kind of surreal. Mm-hmm. And there's not like a lot of things like, it kind of feels like once you are out of school or in your case out of the multiple degrees that you did yeah. you know but like there's certain things that are like little ear markers of like oh wait that might happen I'll look forward to that in a couple yeah. of years or like that um but there's not always a lot of that stuff it's like oh sometimes adulthood is just like doing the same thing yeah for like years at a time you're just like just doing it yeah you know? working hanging with friends living but there's not like a there's not these chapter markers and stuff like that yeah so it's been kind of fun over the past year and a half looking forward to this working toward it. And now it's finally, here. finally she's here. Yeah. So yep. Got a full house. Yeah. And she's one of the nicest people. And also when I walked in today, Emily was eating lunch and I was like, what is that? She's like chicken strips that my mom made. And I was like, <laughs> you are living a high life, dude. Yeah. <laughs> to have some chicken strips at home made for me. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's really nice too. And she, she is so sweet. Yeah. She's yeah. She, before we recorded today's episode, she was walking down the door and said, um, tell me what you're about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, she like whispered it because she didn't want Josh to hear it. it was, yeah. Or jam, sorry. It was so cute. It's so. pretty funny because like, so she'll, she's asked me a few times that when I've seen her, she'll be like, um, what's the next episode y'all going to do? And she'll, <laughs> she's usually a few behind or whatever. Yeah. But she'll be like, what's the next one y'all going to do? And uh, sometimes I'll be able to like say, you know, we recorded this one that's coming mm-hmm. out next week. But yeah, yesterday she asked me, she phrased it like, what episode are y'all going to record tomorrow? And I was yeah. like, remember, Barb, like, 
I don't know until yeah. until we start. And she's like, oh, right. Like, <laughs> she, for, she forgets that that's like a thing that you kind of keep me in, keep me in the dark yeah. on or whatever. And so, um, so, but she was so curious and I was like, I wish I could tell you, but I, I don't know. So mm -hmm. that's funny. Yeah. That's cool that she asked you. So that, oh, that's a sweet one. Thanks for sharing that. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Well, also, um, thanks for listening to me about, about freeze dried candy and being willing to try these putting up with me surprising you and <laughs> purchasing something and bringing it to you from a coffee shop you don't like. Um, and thanks to all of you listeners for it. This is a great question. Thanks again, Sandra, for asking it. And thank you so much for suggesting ideas like this. It's just so fun that we get to do this every day. So, man, I don't hate, I don't hate surprises so much that I'm not gonna be like bah humbug about it. You That's know true. I mean? That's so, true. Yeah. I'm not that kind of guy, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you for surprising me with that. Thank you for <laughs> teaching us about freeze drying and having some cool visual aids and some taste aids that we'll get to try in a little bit. Melissa and I have a lot of ideas for topics of chemistry in everyday life, but we want to hear from you. Like we've said so many times, some of the best ideas come from you guys. So please send this to us on our website at chemforyourlife.com. That's chem, F-O-R, yourlife.com to share your thoughts and ideas and questions. If you'd like to help us keep our show going and contribute to cover the cost of making it, you can go to patreon.com slash chemforyourlife or tap the link in our show notes or the description to join our super cool community, chem community of patrons. If you're not able to do that, you can still help us by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, rating and writing a review on Apple Podcasts, and also subscribing on our YouTube channel. Those things help us to share chemistry with even more people. This episode of Chemistry for Your Life was created by Melissa Collini and Jam Robinson, and Jam Robinson is our producer. This episode was made possible by our financial supporters over on Patreon and... They get extra bonus episodes as well. It means, so if you want to listen to us eat this candy, head on over to check out Patreon. It means so much to us that you all want to make chemistry accessible to even more people. And we cannot thank you enough. So thank you to our supporters who are Avishai B, Brie M, Brian K, Chris and Claire S, Chelsea B, Derek L, Emerson W, Hunter R, Jacob T, Christina G, Katrina H, Latila S, Lynn S, Melissa P, Nicole C, Rachel R, Stephen B, Shadow, Suzanne P, Timothy P, and Venus R. Thank you again for everything you do to make Chemistry for Your Life happen. And an extra special thanks to Bree, who often creates illustrations that go along with episodes of Chemistry for Your Life. You can see those over on our YouTube channel. And please thank Brie by following and supporting her at entropic.artstation.com and at Brie McAllister on Twitter. And I believe those are also in our show notes. They are. And if you'd like to learn more about today's chemistry lesson, you can check out the references for this episode in our show notes or in the description of the video. Yay, chemistry. Yay, chemistry. Yay, Halloween and spooky trees. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>